brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Our world is moving at an incredible pace. The need for reinvention is constant, especially want to be heard about the noise of it all. My name is Rosemary Barnes, presentation coach, voice actor, and expert in teaching you how to be heard. Great speakers must not only be proficient within their genre or industry, but must also understand how to get and keep the attention of their audiences. Please join us as we discuss the best ways to create and deliver excellent presentations. Welcome everyone to the Executive Presentation Academy. It, we're going to learn from Rosemary Barnes, who is an acclaimed international keynote speaker, certified presentation trainer, and founder of Confident Stages and this show, Executive Presentation Academy, and the Executive Presentation Academy um courses she ha has authored three international best-selling books in the confidence series and co-authored a number of business anthologies whether from page or stage rosemary champions others to strive for excellence in their personal and professional leadership roles through respectful and clear communications across all generations and by cultivating improved confidence in all areas of business. Thank you, Rosemary, for, uh, for helping create this show. And thank you for actually uh, having me on as, um, as, as your co-host. Michael, it is an absolute pleasure. The the thing about communication, uh, which is of course the the core of everything, it actually happen, has to happen for anybody to get any benefit. So we are we we speak with each other and have a conversation, and if there, it's that others can glom onto or find interest in, then we will have done our job. Right. So um, today's um, show is. Is about um, confident intention. So that's uh, right. Go ahead. I was just going to say that before before anyone starts thinking about creating a presentation, about before anyone starts thinking about where they're going to have it, or before they even uh, think about content, 
the most important thing to do is define your intention. What is it that you want to have happen? What message do you want people to get and for what purpose? There are many nuances to speaking in public. And if the speaker doesn't know exactly the end result they desire, the audience won't absorb it. That is extremely well put. And um, it leads into into the into this question why is it so important to clarify your intention before doing anything else the the thing about intention is that it dictates our words our actions and our attitudes the, there are a lot of of reasons to speak uh, in public or to give a presentation now let me clarify one thing first if you are in business by definition, every word you say that is business-related, and even if it's not business-related, even if it's at a social event, every word you say is public speaking. As soon as you leave the confines of the safety of your home, you are giving public presentations. Whether you are speaking to a potential client uh, one of your team members or someone that, you, that you're just introduced to, we are representing. We are representing ourselves, our values, and those of our business. It is so interesting to know that, for example, just pronouncing the word to with a good solid pucker makes people think we're terribly clever. It's it's really quite amazing to me that every word we say leaves people with an impression. Therefore, when we have the intention set in our mind, are we intending to simply give them an overview of what our business does? Are we speaking to inform? Are we speaking to inspire or motivate or persuade? Maybe we're speaking to educate. Maybe we're in speaking to invite uh, more more interaction. Maybe we're speaking to sell. And it doesn't matter what business we're in. We are always speaking to sell. But there are, there are times when it's more uh, clear than at other times. But every one of those, and those are only a few of the reasons to speak or give a presentation, those are the most common. Uh, and what our intention gives us differences in how we speak, how we present, and how we offer information to people. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you, there's examples and of of how of how I'm happy how to these I'm happy go. to explain them. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's start with this. Uh, when we speak. And as I say, whether it's one-to-one, one-to-a-few, or one-to-many, we are, we are striving to inform, inspire, and invite some sort of reaction or participation from our listeners. Different audiences have different needs, and it's up to the speaker to fulfill those needs. So, for example, if we are speaking to inform, 
-hmm. If that's the only purpose is just to tell your listeners that something is going to happen or some bit of information they need to to close a deal, etc. The listener, uh, uh, the listener is we're not guiding our listeners to any particular response. We're we're like the news broadcaster uh, mm -hmm. on the evening news, simply reporting. No, when we're speaking, we're not adding judgment to it. We're not a positive or a negative about the information stating the facts as they're known at the time there's no expectation that the the listener is supposed to do anything within it the speaker isn't asking for a response the only purpose is to share information now you can see how the tone of voice and the actions that you would take would be very very different just trying to speak to tell Then, for example, speaking to inspire, uh, an excellent, an excellent uh, example of speaking to inspire. Think the Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech. Yeah, there's a wonderful, a wonderful piece of public. Uh, Absolutely masterful, masterful yes. presentation. Mm -hmm. He was speaking to people who already wanted more. They wanted their passion to be ignited. They were looking for a leader. They were looking to be guided by an example so that they could go higher, reach farther, go faster, serve humanity better. The listeners to that kind of a speaker are looking for something more than what they are and where they are. They, the listener is looking for a role model or a mentor or a higher purpose and The purpose of inspiring is to make sure that the audience knows that it's possible. That's very different than motivating or persuading. Inspiring is simply to turn the light on and say to someone, this can happen. If you're speaking to motivate, on the other hand, uh, think more about the coach of a football team at halftime and their team is losing. To motivate someone, the speaker needs to infuse energy into reaching a specific goal to win the game. So the, the speaker then has to charge the energy uh, and electrify the listeners to try harder. And then we assure them that with increased energy and focus, the end result will happen. It's a matter of... Uh, uh, You can do this. I believe in you. Whereas the inspiring speech is all about, look what's possible. The motivational speech is, join my team, and uh, together we can do it. So But that's different than speaking to persuade. Motivate and persuade are very different. Uh, although you'd think they might be the same, but they're not. Uh, To persuade someone is to convince them to change their point of view to match your own. You see how that's different than motivating? Yeah, there's, that's very different intentions. Right. If you're speaking to sell, of course, there's a lot of the same strategies as speaking to persuade. But the, the most difficult is this one. 
Speaking to persuade is the most difficult of all the intentions. People don't like changing their mind. People don't like giving up their beliefs. People uh, resist firmly. If you push too hard, the listener's going, no way. Then we get the, then we get the attitude, the negative attitude of, excuse me, I believe what I believe, you believe what I believe, blah, 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 and they get all kind of, their back gets up. But if we push too little, they won't see the benefits of what you're offering, and they won't react at all. The point of speaking in public is that we are trying to get a reaction out of the listener. If we're trying to persuade someone and we don't offer them the benefits that they will respond to, they're not going to do a thing. We have failed. So it's a very fine line between pushing too hard to get them to accept your point of view and pushing not enough where nothing happens at all. It's a very fine line in this one. Think about a criminal lawyer trying to persuade the client to take a deal instead of risking losing the case altogether. Mm -hmm. That's speaking to persuade. Do you see how it's different than to motivate or inspire or just tell? Yeah, it's very, very different. The... Um when you're trying to guide somebody down the down the 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 the, the yellow brick path um it's different than just trying to get them to come to the yellow brick path that's right mm-hmm. that's right then we go on to speaking to educate now this is very different than speaking to inform remember speaking to inform is your uh, evening newscaster just the facts ma'am no judgment no analysis just bleh. This is, these are the facts as we know them. But when you're speaking to educate, the speaker's job is to provide a means for new information to be accepted and internalized. The newscaster speaking to inform really doesn't care whether you internalize it or not, just telling you. Speaking to educate means that we have to uh, give our listeners ways to understand, accept, internalize, and proceed past that point. So for this, speaking to educate, we have to uh, speak to engage both left brain and right brain thinkers, and as well, the three major learning styles. There are many, but the three most major are auditory, visual, and kinetic. The information when you're educating has to be provided auditorially, something to hear, illustrated, so we have something to see, and exercises or other kinetic opportunities like writing uh, to provide listeners a chance to test, prove, poke at, and ultimately decide for themselves whether the information is truth. Right. Very different. Uh, And then as as we go on... There's another way of speaking, which is speaking to invite. Speaking to invite is about providing opportunities for continued involvement. If we invite someone to to come to our house for coffee, that's very different than uh, come to my come to my big warehouse and I'll give you a, a, a talk about buying my products. 
speaking to invite is speaking to encourage uh, acceptance, invitation. It's encouraging the like, no trust and respect factors. Very different intentions cause us to speak very differently. Invitation has no sense of obligation. It doesn't, uh, it, it's just an invitation to investigate. Come to my office. We'll have a chat, see whether we're uh, thinking along this. Uh, and finally, the other, the last major one is speaking to sell. Speaking to sell uh, often gets a bad rap. Speaking to sell brings uh, images of the smarmy uh, car salesman trying to get his quota up for the month instead of trying to really supply the, the, the purchaser with what they want. Speaking to sell is can be more selfish. I need the sale and I'm going to get you to buy it no matter what. Now, people that really know selling know that never works. So, but when we speak to sell, it, what we're trying to do is convince the listener to open their minds, open their wallets and purchase our product or service. The difference is that speaking to sell for the listener's benefit or for our benefit. And if it's not for the listener's benefit, go home. Scarcity and urgency are often peppered into speaking to sell. Yes, I know you can get this, this photocopier, uh, but only till the end of the month. And I only have one left in stock. Move now or it could be gone. You will have lost your chance. That's very common to insert into speaking to sell. Scarcity and urgency are peppered throughout that kind of thing. So those are, but, but the difference is that the good salesperson is doing so in the best interests of the client as opposed to filling their quota uh, for sales for the month. Right. That would be the big difference between this smarmy, slimy used car yes. salesman and yes. um, the um, upstanding businessman who's just trying to, I'm trying to get you to do this because this is going to empower and better your life. Well, that's it. The speaker with the intention to, to sell, a good speaker, uh, a reputable sale. I mean, we all sell. We all buy. We do it all the time. But the point of speaking to sell is that we highlight the positives of making this pur purchase and validate the cost uh, by how much it will benefit the client instead of how much it will benefit the salesperson. Right. Those are the main ways for, of, there are many, many, many uh, reasons to speak. Those are the ones that we see most often. In a, in a keynote presentation, you would use a variety of all of those. If you're having... <clears throat> excuse me, your monthly sales meeting, then you're still going to have a piece of all of those. But what is the intention? If you're having your monthly staff meeting, is your intention to increase energy? Is your intention to improve morale? Uh, 
Is your intention to drive sales? Is what is your intention? That will flavor every word you say, every gesture you make, how your voice works, how you appear, what your body language does to uh, enhance what you're saying. Here's the problem. If your intention is not clear to yourself, the speaker, then you will find yourself waffling. Your body will not match your voice which will not match your words and your message will be garbled. It's, it will not uh, pierce through and ring as absolute authenticity and truth. By setting your intention, you are saved from going off on tangents that may be cute stories or something you just thought of or, or uh, something interesting to say. By setting your intention and sticking to the intention then you have a, it is a clear map for the speaker to know which direction to go. Oh, excellent speakers know their intention and the result that they want before they begin to create. So, so planning the whole thing is extremely important because that would make your intention clarify the intention for you wouldn't it it is it is it's because if your intention is to uh improve company morale then you are then your your attitude your mindset which covers everything uh and informs our body our voice our breathing all of it if we if we stick to our intention, then everything falls in into a row beautifully. If our intention is not as clear, then our audience, our listeners receive mixed messages. That causes confusion, and a confused mind does nothing. That is when you set true. your intention, it's like turning on the laser. Yeah. Otherwise, we may look a little bit more like a, a a quickly turning disco ball. Pretty, but you can't follow where the light is going. Turn yourself into a laser by knowing what your intention is, what the end result you want, what what your what your end goal is. All of a sudden, you're no longer a beautiful but scattered disco ball. Now you are a pinpoint laser going straight after what you need, want for yourself and more for your listeners. Yeah, we definitely need to, to, to be that laser in order for us to project the right success we're supposed to have, right? That's right. That's right. You see, you can't, you cannot make anybody do anything they don't want to. You can't teach anybody anything, all you can do is make them think. You can't sell anybody anything. All you can do is show them the benefits of proceeding. You can't motivate anyone without showing them that they have it within themselves to do it. You can't inspire anyone 
if they're happy with the status quo. So your intention, uh, knowing your intention dictates what your presentation will sound like, look like, how long it will be, uh, and what points you have, excuse me, what points you have to make to get through to the brain pan of the people that are listening. So, um, are there uh, specific steps that we should should take to plan to make sure that we have our intention built into um, the the presentation and the talk? Sure, there are. Uh, <laughs> there is a, a, an exercise that you can do just for our listeners to try for themselves. Uh, so let's just walk through it. And Michael, you'll be my guinea pig, okay? Okay. All right. Select your favorite topic. And just write that down. Do you want to talk about uh, that the moon is made of green cheese? Do you want to talk about, uh, and it has to be very specific, Okay, I don't want to hear that you're going to talk about climate change. I need to hear what you're talking about specifically. Are we talking about the icebergs melting and thus changing the ocean salinity? It, but pick your topic. Okay, now define your audience. Why are they coming to hear you speak? What do they need? What's in the way of them getting what they need? In your audience, what line of work are they in, generally and specifically? What's their age? What's their experience? Who are you speaking to? And in what language do you need to speak? Right. So if I were to, say, select um, the melting of the permafrost and the effect that it ha actually has on the jet streams of our weather, okay. it would be a different different set of language used if I was speaking to, say, a climate scientist, meteorologist, or I was, if I was talking to the general public about it, right? Completely different. That's what I'm saying. You may still be speaking in English, as an example, but... Are you going to use anachronisms? Are you going to use? Uh, are you going to use technical terms, or are you going to be using uh, more casual terms that everyone can understand? Right, and that depends and, on, of course, our, our audience. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, step three: What do you want them to do? What what is the end result? Do you want these the your listeners to immediately go out and do some more research on how climate change is affecting the jet stream? Do you want them to uh, sign up for a course that you're that you've created to to gather more information? Do you want them to write to the government? Do you want them to? Uh, uh, I don't know what you want them to do, but you, the speaker, must know. Right. Define your call to action. One single thing, less than two, only one final action. What right. do you want them to do? Right. Because the, how I how I present this is going to look very differently if I'm 
looking for scientists to to chime in with more research versus if I want somebody in the public to write a letter to a to to the public officials in charge of um, our environment. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Then now I will need you to define how your topic will be of interest to this group and how it will benefit them. If you are, and again, after you've decided who your audience is, and uh, then you have to decide, then you have to decide uh, why are they interested. No one does anything if there's no benefit. Going to point out the benefits of your point. Now, on with the exercise. Choose one of the seven intentions we've gone through today. Inform, uh, educate, inspire, motivate, persuade, whichever one it is that rocks your world. Choose one, just for this one exercise. Okay. Um, Educate. Then. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right. (laughs) That's fine. Good. Educate. Now, how are you going, what is their top of mind problem with the topic? And if you don't know, then you have to do some research. Mm-hmm. Are they worried about money? Are they worried about uh, any of the ancillary complications? Are they worried about uh, whether they have the manpower to do anything about it? What is their top of mind problem with your topic. And again, if you don't know that you have to find out before you begin creating your presentation. That would depend of course on, on the, uh, on the audience because educating exactly the, the public officials is different than, than, uh, educating the general public. That's right. That's right. So it's all tied together, of course. Your intention is what you want them to do, what, what information, what, how you would choose to reach them. Then what do you want them to do with that information? One single thing. Immediately upon leaving your meeting, what one thing do you want them to do? Make that uh, your your guiding light. Lead to that. Now, here's the trick with it. After you do after you do that, and you come up with a scenario of how you're going to approach this subject, don't go into massive details. But it is a, a, the preliminary exercise that all excellent speakers and presenters do. This is how we begin. Now, just for comparison's sake, so that learning can happen, choose a different intention. Talk to that same audience on the same topic, but with a different intention. And then begin to notice how it changes your attitude toward the topic. It changes the words that you use. It changes how you stand. It changes your energy. So, for example, you've chosen to educate And you have some idea now of what that's going to look like, or it would if you took a few minutes to do it. Now change it. 
to inspire, for example. Notice how that changes your feeling about what you are doing, and it may change the call to action. What is the one thing you want them to do? Right. So that you can see for yourself how setting your intention from the outset can save you mountains of work by driving you to the point you want to make instead of letting you waffle around on a few little tangents here and there that are nice and informative and all kinds of wonderful things, but may not be driving home your point. Right. Knowing your intention is uh, the superhighway to getting your presentation brilliant. Before you do anything else, when you have to give a presentation, whether it's, as I say, one-to-one, one-to-a-few, or one-to-many, what do you want to have come out of it? You have to know that. As soon as you do, the way through to that end becomes highlighted. It's like the, the lights on the highway suddenly come on and guide you to where you need to be very quickly, very clearly, and very efficiently. So it, that's a, a point set a set of uh, steps to to follow, um, and hopefully, hopefully, um, our our listeners will will follow follow that, and we'll see start to see more brilliant presentations come about. Um, the and well, and here's the thing: is that all of this information is available through the Executive Presentation Academy online courses, which is going to be launching in just a few weeks. Prior to that, like get a hold of me, R Barnes at confidencestages.com, R Barnes B A R N E S at confidencestages.com, and talk to me. I am offering an invitation to gather more information to help you set an intention. I'm here. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm here to be spoken with. I'm not some uh, uh, person that lives on the moon. Call me, get in touch, ask. I'm happy to go through it all with you. And th- thank you for inviting us to, to join in with you and learn more how to have excellent presentations My pleasure. Next time around, we're going to be talking about audience focus. About you have your intention set. Now, are you going to talk to the audience, with the audience, or at the audience? Well, thank you, Rosemary, for uh, for doing this today. My pleasure. Having have me come along with you, and thank you everyone for for listening. And I hope that you took brilliant notes so that you can start to have excellent presentations. And please do go to Rosemary Barnes um, Confident Stages and look for the Executive Presentation Academy and join her in having excellent presentations every time you speak.
please subscribe to Executive Presentation Academy. To connect with Rosemary directly, go to confidencestages.com and click the contact button.